Welcome back to Detroit Strange. Oh, you were making me listen to that song. Yeah. And now I have yodeling in my head. By Gwen Stefani. It's a bop. I just want to yodel now. Do it. Yodelay hee hoo. (laughs) Do you like how little I tried to actually yodel? I mean, I'm not going to try to yodel. It was like about as energetic as a Ricola commercial. <laughs> Ricola. Whenever I'd have like an empty roll of like wrapping paper or something, I would use it like a like a oh, and, as you should. Yeah, I wanted to call it a bassoon, but that's not a bassoon. <laughs> no, a bassoon's like a long, yeah. a long boy. Yeah, a wind, a wind in instruments. <laughs> Did somebody break wind again? I don't know what that means. I always thought that was weird that like they would say like break wind is a term for farting and then they had these jackets yeah. called wind breakers. Oh yeah. Well it's like driving in a um driving in a parkway and parking in a driveway. Mm. How dare you, English? <laughs> I got a song I can't stop listening to because of you, what? by the way. Bad guy. Um, yeah, that's how I play songs, though, is like if my friend doesn't like them immediately, I will keep playing it until you like it. That, that's Forced okay. Sometimes, friendship it, sometimes it works really well. Oh, I know. That's how I got Jen to like Ice by Kelly Rowland. Um, yeah, like, I'm pretty uh, sure it's how I started liking Billie Eilish. Okay. Because of you. Because we watched that SNL video. Oh, yeah. Um, Where she performed Bad Guy? Yes. That was I'm sick. obsessed with that song. Like, this week Same. specifically <laughs> like i don't it know it was why. my top listened to song of 2019 was it see i think it i'm a late bloomer sometimes and yeah like in the past two weeks or so i've really started it in heavy rotation like i uh, made a list around it and then i keep going back to it and i'm just like yeah uh, uh, yeah dun, 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 dun. um just like i was reading an article where phineas is talking about like the found sounds they use in the song mm-hmm Oh, uh, that's Jessica, by the way. Oh, yeah. And you're Alex. I mean, that's Alex. Yeah. But so Phineas, going back to him, and he was Ferb? talking. No, just that's Billy Eilish's brother's name. Brother's name. Yeah. Oh, OK. Um, And he like makes the music with her. OK, OK, OK. Mm-hmm. But like, it, you know, the song um, Bury a Friend it has like the weird drill sound. That's literally yes, like an yes, orthotics yes, yes. drill. Oh, OK. And then in Bad Guy, during the chorus... He used a crosswalk warning sound. Oh. And I didn't notice it until he said it. Now that's all I can hear. That's interesting. But it but it wouldn't be a crosswalk here, right? Australia. Yeah. So it, does it sound different? I can't tell. Oh, okay. I mean, why did you assume? Do you think that she's not from here? She's from LA. Are you confusing her with Lord? Lord's from New Zealand. No, I would not. No. Oh, no. I wasn't confusing her with anybody. But do you know who I was just thinking of? Who? Um, I don't know why. For some reason, there's a relationship in my head between her and Lily Allen, even though. Okay. I think just because I like them both in like a similar way where I'm like, I have mad respect, but it's not normal. It's not like a normal music genre for me to like gravitate towards. But there's Mm. something about both of them that I'm just like, I like this. Same. I love both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I went. I saw Lily Allen like in concert a year or so ago and it was amazing. And she was sick and it was still amazing. The last concert. I you went. went to one last week. It was sort of a concert. What did, did she play last music? Week? Tricks. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Yeah. I fully have lost track <laughs> of my life. Yes, no, Trixie Mattel. It was a concert. It was like it's interesting because she does like con like mm-hmm. 
she's a jack of all trades that one yeah it's a it's a variety show with yeah. one person <laughs> yeah like she has a new album out barbara mm-hmm. which i love the name barbara for that album it's a cute name yeah no disputes here yeah <laughs> that was the last concert i saw and i really enjoyed it yeah I like that you're like funny. trying to go really far back in time like the last concert i went to and I was well like, a year ago i saw share and oh, so i was yes. like trying to work my way forward from there okay that's fair because that's, that's fair. the moment my life changed oh i get like, that no, I get, I respect. Yeah. Respect. Ah, uh, what a queen. Yeah. Uh, you should take a bite of your poonchki. Oh my gosh, happy Fat Tuesday, by the way. Yeah. Poonchki day. It is. Yeah. Mardi Gras. Yes. But poonchki day, even more importantly. Yeah. Yeah, because you made these. I did. With your mom and your sister. Yeah. Well done. And these are baked. They're not fried. Oh, so this is the healthy poonchki. Yeah. <laughs> the healthy alternative poonchki. Yeah. It kind of it's interesting the dough it almost it, has like a like pretzely cr- like that just because it's a, it's more wash. golden on the outside yeah yeah you egg wash it's just like you would a pretzel and i was gonna say it doesn't taste exactly like a pretzel but there's like a little the dough is a little sweeter yeah but i like that it's not too sweet i like it's not like just like a donut dough mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm not even like usually a big punchki fan although i do like to have like one on punchki day if possible yeah. generally try to go to like the ham tramic mm-hmm have you been to either to any of them in Hamtramck for it? I haven't actually. Have you gone to Hamtramck for Poonchki Day? No. Oh my gosh. The whole day, the bars are all just nuts. There's bands and stuff playing like the whole, and it's like a random day of the week. I mean, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. It's not a random day of the week, but it's a Tuesday. It's and a like, random ass Tuesday. You know what? Maybe we'll try to go to just yeah. like one of them because it's just an that. experience. I'm into that. Yeah. And it's funny. I always love turning it up on a thirsty Tuesday. No, it's thirsty Thursday. Damn it. A tanked Turn- out Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Oh. Because if you go at night, like after like, um, you know, work or whatever, there's some people who have been out like all day for Punjiki Day because there's people who take it off. There's just people who don't, you know, have nine to five schedules and all that kind of stuff. So there are people so tanked when you get there at like 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. And then you're like walking in like all like, I'm here. Oh, oh, because <laughs> it's just you, you missed a little bit of the party. But then there's kind of like a second wave coming yeah. around. It's a lot of fun, though. And then like everybody puts everything on a poonchki. They're like okay. burger patty. Put it on a poonchki. Hot dog. Put it on poonchki. Cocktail, oh, no. Get your hot dog out of my poonchki. Put a poonchki with that with that shot. Like everything is That's with acceptable. a poonchki. Yeah, it's pretty great. What'd you call Tuesday? I call it turnt Tuesday. I don't know. I made it up. I just remember like tanked out Tuesday. Like it just made me think of like how in college you could make any day a trash day, like messed up Mondays, turned mm-hmm. Tuesdays, wasted Wednesdays, thirsty Thursday, fucked up Fridays, shit face Saturdays, mm-hmm. dead by Sunday. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I was just making it up because I didn't have a go to for Tuesday. Fair. Yeah. You could also be trash Tuesday. Tra- tra- trashy Tuesday. It could also be horn. Toe up from the flow up Tuesday. Yes. Or, tw- um, oh, I like that. Toe up from the flow up. Yeah. Uh, or too loose Tuesday. Ooh, no, that's a bad one. Oh, yeah. I meant, the French, I meant the French artist, Toulouse. Okay, that for <laughs> Toulouse sure. Toulouse Latrac. Yeah, same. You need some it's kegels. the day where you appreciate French art. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> boss, I appreciate French art every day. Oh, you would. Yes, we. Oui. Your French art. We. Oui. <laughs> I love like there's a fine line of saying things in an accent, you know, where like the acceptable range. There's like 
you didn't try at all and you're Alex Trebek. There is no in between. <laughs> Have you ever seen him pronounce like any words that's not in English on it's, like Jeopardy? It's like I'm trying to think of like a, a like It's adorable. It is. It's endearing when it's Because him. it's Alex Trebek, yeah. Right. You're not yeah. Alex Trebek. Yeah. He never he never claimed that that Put was the gonna bag be a strong down. Suit. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, Alex, you're Alex too. Yes. Um, I was named after him. Should we cheers really quick? I wasn't. I'm glad you Wait, didn't even question it. That took me a second. Yeah. I was like, she didn't react. I'm going to say it's false and nobody thinks it's true. Well, cheers. Cheers to Happy Fat Tuesday. What is this? This. Who is she? She's different. It's kind of a fancy cocktail. So we have a lavish cocktail for a lavish. It looks like quite the process to make. It, it, yeah, it was pretty easy, actually. Yeah, we're not an ASMR podcast. Oh, no. oh god no this is a sazerac Ooh. Mm-hmm. a sazerac speaking of french artists sazerac yes i think he was an impressionist is that a real artist no i was like i don't think i so. was thinking of Cezanne. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes he was an impressionist very good yeah. so in a sazerac do you want to know what goes in it i do so wait can i guess i think i saw everything you put in it but i didn't see everything you put in it sure I know there's a sugar cube in here. Yes, you muddle a sugar cube. I can see a lemon, swedge, peel thing. You express a lemon. <laughs> it sounds like such an idiot. You express a lemon at the end. You're using the right terms. Lemon peel at Never the end. be ashamed of vocabulary. That's true. You know what? I'm fine. Yeah. Sometimes I know a little bit about cocktails. You were a bartender for how many? You were a bartender for a while. A couple of years, yeah. Yeah. You know what you're talking about. Sort of. Go on. You're an authority. Tell me Use what whatever else is words in this you want. that I made. Absinthe? Yeah. So what you do is in the glasses or the glass, depending on how many you're making, you roll absinthe and then you get rid of the rest of it because you don't want too much because it's a very strong flavor. It is. Yes. Wormwood. The wormwood. Okay. Any other guesses or should I finish it out? I just took a bite so you go for it. Okay. So after the absinthe, what you do in a different tumbler is you mix together this is very easy a rye whiskey preferably a good one because you're going to put a healthy portion of that in and then some dashes of angostura bitters and then even more dashes of peshad's bitters you stir them you strain them into the glass with the absinthe and some new ice and mm, cocktail time Mm. (laughs) i sound like a terrible how-to video and then you've got your cocktail. At least you used words, not just your hands. What? At least you used words, not just your hands. Like, just hands fucking around on a screen. And all of a sudden, it's tasty. And then all of a sudden, there's just like a magical thing. Like, mm-hmm. like it was no effort. Right. Yeah, just make this pizza cake. It'll be really quick. You can make it in two minutes. No, you can't. Stop lying to me, internet. That's why I always love those, um, like, failed attempts at those things. Oh, yeah. Th- those blogs are always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the Pinterest boards with the failed one. Yeah, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Love them. Regretsy was that it? I like that. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's like bad Etsy. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Now that you are full of punchki, yes, <laughs> and you've got a drink in your hand, I do. Do you have really quick time? I almost said. Do you have time for a really quick update? I sure do. Okay, because I should have done a little bit more research. But in my last episode, I was talking a little bit about the Motown Museum. It's, was not the focus of my episode which is why i didn't go their page but you i was trying to go about, out in the weeds so far yeah yeah i mean i could have gone a little farther but oh. i'm admitting my mistake yeah and one of the things you and i were talking about was the expansion to the museum and so i actually came across just i, I didn't it just came to me but anyway i came across 
an article about the expansion. Uh-huh. And at first I thought this meant this past Sunday, but then I kept reading and then I looked at the date and it looks like in September there was actually a groundbreaking for the first phase of the expansion. Mm-hmm. The expansion is going to be about $50 million in total. Wow. Mm-hmm. So big one. Uh, the groundbreaking was marked by showers of gold confetti with ain't no mountain high enough playing in the background while Barry Gordy, Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Senator Debbie Stabnow, Reverend Jesse Jackson and other leaders turned the dirt outside of Hitsville a little bit after noon. Barry Gordy, who's now 89, choked up a little while he addressed the crowd saying he was grateful for the heartfelt people of Detroit, which is very sweet. Yeah. And then he went on to say, not only will this expanded museum entertain and tell the stories of talented and creative people who succeeded against all odds, but it will inspire and create opportunity for the young people to go after their dreams and continue to make this world better and better and go after the things that seem impossible. Oh, I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. So there's gonna be four parts to the construction. Works began on what's going to be called Hitsville Next, which is going to be a home to the museum's series of youth and community programs. And it's going to link the three houses east of Hitsville together. Oh, yeah. And the groundbreaking also marked its the uh, Motown's 60th anniversary. Mm. It's pretty sweet. So just want a little update on that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. You look really comfy. Do you want a full story now? I do. Okay, good. Have you ever heard... And I did go on a field trip here the other day. So uh-huh. I have some photos that I took too. But have you ever heard of the Ossian H. Sweet House? I have not. Okay. Well, it is on Garland Street. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about his, the history and then I'll kind of get into why we're talking about it. Uh-huh. So it was designed by Maurice Herman Finkel. It was built in 1919. It's a one and a half story house. It's bungalow style with a full basement, an open porch, an enclosed sun porch on the south side. Um, so, you know, a, a nice little house, especially yeah. for being 1919. Like, yeah, yeah. Drove by it. Like I said, looks like it's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> so it was actually in 1919 and into the 20s. This area was inhabited by white immigrants. Uh-huh. And in 1925, this house was bought by Ossian Suite. And I'm not sure if it's Ossian or Ossian. I'm going to go with Ossian I may be wrong. Uh, who was an African American man? Hey, the Halloween episode I said Samhain, Samhain. So it's true. <laughs> nobody Things thought happen. to correct me. Yeah. Ossian had been saving up money to buy his family a house. He had, a, I believe, a couple kids. He was married. Mm-hmm. You know, he was working really, really hard just to provide a nice situation for his family. Mm-hmm. And so they purchased their home in this mostly white immigrant area from an interracial couple. But the previous couple actually had a very light complexion. And so the neighbors never knew that they were interracial. Uh-huh. And when they learned, the neighbors learned that a black couple was moving in, they formed, quote unquote, the Waterworks Park Improvement Association uh-huh. to oppose it. Yeah. Their goal was to, quote, preserve racial homogeneity and to paint the present high standards. I hate those organizations that have like a very misleading name, like mm-hmm. focus on the family. No, you're not focused on the family. You're just hating gays. Please move on. Or like, a th- a one million moms, there's like a thousand members. Yeah. Math. Learn it. Well, and like, imp- like this one's basically they were calling themselves because I'm assuming Waterworks Park was probably like the name of the yeah. er- area at the time, but Improvement Association. Like, yeah, you're not eh. improving. You're just excluding. Yeah. Excluding? Excluding. Excluding. <laughs> Excluding. Ex- Stop excluding people. Yeah. So the Sweets kind of got wind of this and they delayed their move because of the tensions in the area. Mm. But eventually on September 8th of 1925, they moved in. 
Sweet told his brother he was, quote, prepared to die like a man. And then he arranged for some friends and relatives to stay with them for a few days. That's so messed up that he felt like he needed to say he would die. Because I feel like that's something you say, like going into war or like yeah. not moving into a house. No, that sucks. Not that's moving sad. into a house that like you've worked for and like. Yeah. You you're bought trying like, to provide for your family. Right. Like you basically did what everyone else did in the neighborhood, saved up and bought a house. Uh-huh. Shouldn't have fucking fear for your life. No, no. Basically, the police heard about the attentions uh-huh. from the neighbors. And so they had officers at the scene during day and night when the suites moved in. Uh, you know, they were trying to alleviate whatever situations that they could. Mm-hmm. So on September 9th, Sweet and his friends all went to work and the mob had grown by the time they arrived home. And it possibly was upwards of 400 to 500 people. That's crazy. Can you imagine that? It's like a neighborhood, too. Like, yeah. I drove over there the other day. It's legitimately like they're not they're not tiny streets or anything, but they're not big streets. Yeah. I don't even know where like four to five hundred people would fit. Yeah. I'm trying to picture it in my head and it just must have been like houses out. Mm-hmm. And how I imagine they... that some people were confused and throwing bottles at the neighbor's houses. And that makes me laugh. <laughs> but how could they even like walk to the house? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they have to get through a four to five hundred. That's just. Also, why it's don't a lot these, of effort for hate. And why don't these four to five hundred people have better things to do with their time? Right. It just. I mean, I know it was the 1920s. Yeah, know, they didn't the internet, yeah. but like you could find something better to do. A book. Yeah. Go to the library. Yeah. Um, so this lasted until about 10 p.m. So this was just like, again, all night. Yeah. And that's when shots rang out from the second floor. Uh-huh. So somebody from the house, so one of the the friends or families of Sweet, killed a man on the porch and wounded another man in the crowd. This is when the occupants of the house were arrested by the police. Mm. Sweet, along with 10 other people, were arrested. At this point, the NAACP was contacted or contacted a well-known attorney named Clarence Darrow Darrow, to join their defense team. Uh And after the mistrial... There was a second trial and that led to the acquittal of the first defendant. So this is like one of Sweet's friends who yeah. was, you know, on the stand first. The prosecution dropped charges against the remaining defendants. And the house was because basically there was a good fight kind of put up by the defense. Yeah. They decided to try the defendants individually the second time. And they uh-huh. started with Ossian's brother, Henry. But he was the one who was acquitted. Yeah. So the man I mentioned. And... Believing it could not gain convictions, they dropped the charges, basically, because if the first guy wasn't charged, yeah. they like, didn't want to try. Right. Yeah. So after the trials, though, Ossian rented out the home to a white couple until 1930. And that's when he moved back into the house. But unfortunately, at this point, his wife and daughter had since died of tuberculosis oh. in 1926. Uh, Sweet remarried twice, but both ended in divorce. Hmm. 1946, he sold the house and moved into a flat above a pharmacy he worked at or owned as well. After his health began to fail, he took his own life in 1960. So, yeah, it really. Yeah. He had a a really hard time after that. And the house was named a Michigan State Historic Site in 1975 and listed on the National Registrar Register of Historic Places in 1985. So. There's a historical marker at the site. Uh, I'm going to read it in a second. But one thing I want to say that was pointing out uh, at that library thing I told you you want to. Yeah. Is basically take every historical marker with like a little bit of a grain of salt, because while they're probably not telling lies, they might be omitting truths. Right. You know, like 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of like all of history, kind of just mm-hmm. like who is writing this? Yeah. So always, keep that in mind. Always, kind of thing. you know, take everything with a, a little bit of a a, yeah. a little bit of a question. You don't have to, you know. Yeah. Um, this one from everything that I could find online, this one seems pretty accurate as to what I could find. But yeah, you know. So it actually says, "Ossian Sweet House." African-American physician Ossian Sweet and his wife Gladys purchased this home in May of 1925. When the Sweets moved into their home on September 8th, white residents who objected to blacks moving into the neighborhood formed a crowd on the street. The next day, hundreds of people converged on the corner of Charlevoix and Garland Streets, intended, er, intent on driving the Sweets from their home. The mob threw rocks and bricks at the house while the Sweets and nine others took refuge inside. In the evening, shots rang out and a white man was killed. The police charged the people inside the sweet house with murder. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People hired attorney Clarence Darrow, who argued that people, regardless of their race, have a right to protect their homes. And I I like that in this horrible situation that the argument of people have a right to protect their homes was the the thing that basically what people go through. Free. Yeah. There have been a couple of advancements, though, because in August of 2018, Detroit city officials announced that they would grant $500,000 to purchase and rehabilitate the sweet home and the two houses across the street. Oh, nice. Mayor Mike Dugan said that the in the announcement of the grant, quote, As Detroit continues to move forward, we cannot forget where we've been. Preserving the Dr. Sweet home and expanding the historic district will give us a chance to reflect on the struggles many African-American families have faced and celebrate champions like Dr. Sweet and others who stood up for what is right. I like that. Yeah. So, again, I you know, it, a bummer that yeah. history holds these things, but also... It's kind of like remember so you don't repeat it kind of thing. Yeah. And this one, I, I, I'm so glad that none of them were charged. Yeah. I, it's horrible somebody had to die. I'm, you know, not a fan of that. But also, it's pretty horrible that four to five hundred people yeah. were doing that. So... Yeah, but it yeah, it was an interesting um, drive. And I'm really glad that I, I went over there. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see the pictures. Yeah. Uh, also, the sun was setting a little bit. So there's Ooh. a little bit of a pretty sky in a couple of them. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. That was a great topic. Glad you did that. Me too. I came across it just like on a list. And when I actually looked it up, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I never heard this story. Yeah. But a very interesting story. I love when I'm looking up, like researching in one topic and mm-hmm. it leads me to another topic. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with my next week's topic. Ooh. Yes. It ties into another story very loosely. Okay. But it does. That's yeah. how I found it. Fun. Yeah. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yes. Interesting. I'll have to listen. Yeah. <laughs> the words come from my mouth <laughs> next time you record. Yes. <laughs> I guess, are you ready for some two truths and a lie? I am so ready. Okay. I've trained for this all day. Like, Billie Eilish released her theme song for the new Bond movie, like, last week, and the new one comes out in April, so I'm trying to watch the 24 previous ones before the new one comes out, and I, me being the sociopath that I am, created a 10-section Google form that has over 100 questions to review and rank each film. That... Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, there's 24 of them. Yeah. 25 coming April 10th. Well, yeah. Uh, 26 if you count the Nani and production one. How many actual does. bonds are there? Six. Okay. Yeah. There was Sean Connery, George Lazenby, 
Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Dana Craig. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard I just of fallen. Some of them. Yeah, I've fallen way deep into James Bond right now. I'm really enjoying because they are movies that like I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But now to kind of go back because I haven't seen all of them. I own all of them because I got like the Bond 50 collection, like 50 years of Bond. Okay. Yeah. My two truths and a lie doesn't have too much to do. No, that's fine. I mean, like they can be about anything. Yeah. But I guess long story long, uh, I'm very excited about the Bond movie. So it's not even the end of February and I'm already doing two truths and a lie. Okay. I hope that you enjoy that movie. Thanks. Have you, you haven't <laughs> seen any of them all the way through, have you? Nope. Okay. For one of them, I'm going to make you watch it with me because I think it's the one you might enjoy. Okay. You get one. One. Okay. I will I'm not, not tell saying you I'll never is. watch more than one. I'm just overly. It's not your cup of tea. Yeah. I'm not an action. Bond is kind of the one exception for me because like Mission Impossible. Who's that? Like. Well, ugh. Yeah. Like not irrelevant. Not a cruise fan. Die Hard, who is she? Oh, I do like Die Hard. I've never seen any, to be honest. Oh, I just saw it like three or four years ago for the first time, but I really actually did enjoy Die Hard. I think what I like about James Bond is like, I don't just like, he's just like a classy ass spy who does like fancy spy. Like in the first movie, he like does all these weird, cool spy tricks. Mm-hmm. Like he like licks a hair and puts stuff to crack between his closet doors so that we can tell if someone opens it. So it's like MacGyver shit. Kind of. So wait, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, but I'm gonna go back on my thing a little bit. Okay. So I, I do like some action movies. I did I, as a child. I do remember liking Kindergarten Cop, starring Arnold Never Schwarzenegger. Heard of it? Never seen it. And I didn't like Magnum PI, but it was on in my house. Uh huh. And that was fine. <laughs> uh huh. I guess. And I feel like I saw maybe the Italian Job and liked it at one point. That car one. I vaguely remember that one. Mm-hmm. I actually saw the name Italian Job because I was scrolling through. Well, there's an old the BFI Top 100. Yeah, there's an old there's an older one, and then there was like a newer one in the 90s or uh, something. Sometime. I think yeah. it was early 2000s, but yeah. Okay, yeah, with Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Yes. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Here's my two truths and a lie. So. Which of the following names is not the name of a Bond girl? So all the Bond girls have like name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've heard some of the names. Yeah. So like, for example, like the first what was a face. I do also like spoof movies. Like OK. Spoof spy movies. Like, yeah, I if it's good, because there was that period in like the mid to late 2000s where it was like scary movies. No, no, I don't like those ones like, at all. Yeah, those were bad. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like the, the first couple me. scary movies were OK. Like I Which, saw I watched this the guy spy who, who dumped me. Yeah, yeah. When I was sick the other day and that was I, it's not good, but it was fun. I liked that one, too. I watched mm. it on a plane, I think. Or the Melissa McCarthy spy. I love that yeah. one. I actually yeah. ended up buying that one on Amazon mm. Prime after I think I again watched it on a plane. I like that one, Loved but I, I like heat better. I do like the heat. Yeah. That um, one's fun. I just watched that too. I wrote a anyway. trivia question about that for Quizzo the other day about like how there was going to be a sequel, but Sandra Bullock said she wouldn't do another one. So they oh. canceled that and they were going to do a spinoff featuring like Gina and her friend. Okay. Yeah. Um, like the brothers, like Gina. Yeah. Anyway, so these pair, these Bond girl names. So like the first one in Dr. No was Honey Rider. Okay. Which isn't like too like 
double entendre, but like it's kind of. Uh, there's but, some. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff there. Well, I thought it was interesting about that. So like giving give you more facts than you asked for. But so the first Bond girl, Honey Rider, is played by Ursula Andress, and she was voiced by Nikki Vanderzell. Like they dubbed over her because her Swedish German wow. accent or Swiss German accent was too strong. Haters. Yeah. But I guess she also revolutionized the bikini because like she wore a bikini in the movie and after that bikini skyrocketed. Okay. But so here are the three names. You have to tell yeah. me which one's not a Bond girl name. Okay. Plenty O'Toole. Okay. That was one. Two, Dixie Normus. <laughs> Three, Pussy Galore. Okay, that one I know is a Bond girl. Pussy Galore. Yeah, okay. only because of Rent. Come if you were as into Rent as I am. <laughs> so one was about Dix and one was about what? Plenty O'Toole and Dixie Normus. I'm going to go Dixie Normus is the lie. Correct. That's Ooh. actually Gwyneth Paltrow's character from Austin Powers Goldmember. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, which I didn't know Gwyneth Paltrow was in that no, movie. That's... And she's only like the first couple scenes at the party he's at. Okay. I like read up on this because I was like looking it up. But those here are some other Bond girl names I liked though. Okay. Holly Goodhead. Uh-huh. Kissy Suzuki. <laughs> oh, that one I've heard of. BB Doll. Maybe <laughs> Mayday, who was played by Grace Jones. Oh, yeah, and Strawberry Fields. That I've heard of too. She was in one of the newer ones. Okay, but I have some Forever. more Bond facts I just want to share with you because I thought they were interesting. Okay, so MI6 actually exists, but it wasn't formally acknowledged until 1994, and like the official name is a Secret Intelligence Service, and. The building they actually use in the movies GoldenEye through Skyfall is actually the the headquarters that they use. Okay. Roald Dahl, the author of James and the Giant Peach and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, wrote the screenplay for the Bond film You Only Live Twice. Oh, I love Roald Dahl. Yeah. So he wrote a Bond screenplay and he also adapted Fleming's, I think, only children's novel, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh. For like, I think like a movie that was made in the 80s, I think. I've heard of that movie. I don't know when I've it was made. It. It's but a magical yeah. car or something. Yeah, I think it's older than the 80s, though. Maybe it's 60s. I don't I know. I think it's the 60s. Oh, duck, because, yeah, he went through a phase in the 60s where he wrote screenplays. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I must have just... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and actors who played James Bond give away their rights to wear a tuxedo in any other film. Ever? Yeah, so Pierce Brosnan... I don't know if it's ever, but like definitely when they're still engaged in the Bond franchise. Okay. But Pierce Brosnan in the Thomas Crown Affair, he had to attend, or his character had to attend a black tie affair and to skirt around this rule, he his shirt was partially unbuttoned and he wore a white bow tie that was untied. And that's how he like was able to get around the no tuxedo rule. Weird. Yeah. It's just such like an odd rule. Yeah. That seems a, a little old fashioned. Excessive. Yeah. Okay, two more facts and I'll be done. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, So George Lazenby, who played James Bond once in On Her Majesty's Secret Service, wasn't even an actor when he was cast as Bond. So he was the second Bond Mm -hmm. uh, after Sean Connery. And he just got himself a suit from Seville Row, which rumored has it that uh, Sean Connery ordered the suit and didn't pick it up. And George Lazenby was like, let me take this. Oh, good timing on his part. I think he's also the only Australian Bond. But... So he got the suit, got a Rolex, got a new haircut, met with the producers and just lied about the movies he'd been in. (laughs) Before that, he was in like a chocolate commercial. Oh, (laughs) 
And one last fake fact. it till you make it. Exactly. So JFK was actually a big Bond fan, like loved oh, wow. the Bond movies and whatever. He even requested a private showing of Doctor No, the first Bond movie in the White House. And actually, From Russia with Love was the last movie JFK saw because he watched it the night before he was assassinated. Oh. Yeah. So those are my James Bond facts. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a large franchise. Like, it's been around 24 for... 24 movies. Yeah, that's insane. 24 movies, six different actors. Mm-hmm. My form covers all of it. It's almost as big as the Marvel comic universe. Yeah, it is. I don't <laughs> want to compare it because I don't remember how James many Bond is, is one but... character and not like Thor and all these other, which like Thor fine, whatever. That's one of the works. ones I've seen. The first Thor. Oh, okay. That one's okay. Yeah. It's not my favorite. What is your favorite? Of the Thor ones or of all the MCU? All the MCU. I know what mine is. <sighs> Mine's Deadpool. Oh, just because he takes the piss out of most other superheroes. You know what? I might go with he's. I mean, it's the funniest, like yeah. entertainment wise. I do like Ant Man in a weird way. Like I know it's, it's Paul very Rudd. unpopular. Yeah, but I love Paul Rudd. And yeah, he's so Paul Rudd. I've never seen it, so I can't say. I just saw the second one actually, like more recently, uh-huh. and it, it was fun too. They made an Ant Man too. Ant Man and Wasp. How? Ma- okay. It was very important at the be- at the end of Ant Man. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but you can tell a, me what there's happens. a cliffhanger. You can tell me what happens. Some people are missing. Okay. Is it Pepper Potts? It's Ant-Man. Ant-Man's missing? I think. I can't remember. <laughs> but I like that movie. Okay. I have a really bad retention for, for movies sometimes. It really dep- I've gotten to the point in my life where I realized I can't start a movie after like a certain time because I will fall asleep mm-hmm. and it makes me real sad because mm-hmm. I used to be able to stay up to real late all the time and have no problems. I'm not I'm good like at finishing movies like when I'm in a relationship. Uh-huh. Only because like you get all like cozy, like cuddly cozy. Uh-huh. And then you end up like falling like, well, I end up falling asleep. Uh-huh. I remember there there have been a couple of people I've like dated long term. That have had a complaint of like, why would we watch a movie? Like, you're just going to fall asleep. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my parents. Mm, I'm a stereotype. Like, unless the movie was just shit awful, mm-hmm. they're asleep 10 minutes in. Yeah. Like, the only time they'll stay awake, if it was like a really just bad movie, they'll just be like, mm, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's the only movie you stayed awake for. I don't know what it is about this movie. The funny thing is, though, if I'm by myself or if I'm with a bunch of friends, I'm always the last one. Who's still awake? Uh huh. Like watching it. Like when we were at the cottage. Yeah. I was always the last one awake watching a movie. And then I'd be like, oh, everybody else is asleep. And then I'd like give my permission, my, yeah. myself permission to like nod off and be like, okay. I remember one night you guys started like pulling up things in plus and I was just so tired. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. You guys enjoy this. And like, I was just listening to you guys' conversation of like, my movie, should we? I think you guys end up on like Xenon. Mm-hmm. I asked how was Xena and I was like I don't know I didn't no. stay asleep for more than like two minutes mm-hmm. yeah we all fell asleep and then like I think woke up at one time but like different times yeah I mean we definitely watched the whole thing it's just nobody saw it yeah <laughs> the whole thing played yeah oh for sure yeah <laughs> ridiculous yes Ugh. well thank you for all those Bond facts I, you're welcome I might forget a lot of them <laughs> you're totally welcome too I'm not going to lie, though. I didn't know. I 
I, I guess I could have assumed that Pussy Glore was a Bond girl, but I didn't know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, she actually was. She was one of the Bond girls in Live and Let Die, and she was the leader of a flying circus of female pilots that I think she used to gas Fort Knox so that Dr. I don't think it's Dr. I think Goldfinger could just steal the gold for Fort Knox. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, my only real, <laughs> my, my only rent. Yeah. was just rent. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. you did theater in high school. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. Yep. Well, thank you for that. No problem. I guess that like, that wraps us, right? It wraps us up. I think really the only plug is having our next live show. More yes, details to come. Yes. And also go on over to the Planet Ant Podcast Network and, and check Always. out some of the other shows. Yeah. Also on the 24th, uh, I'm going to be on the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Yes. Well, I mean, my good friend is going to be on the friend, Michael yes. Dupree Variety Hour. The videos you sent of your good friend were very fun. Oh, good. So I'm excited to listen. She is very happy to hear that. Yes. <laughs> you want to get at us? Uh, you can get us at Instagram and Twitter at Detroit Strange or Detroit Strange on Facebook. And if you want to email us, DetroitStrange at gmail.com. And you can always uh, subscribe, rate, review. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Do the things. And then until next time. Stay, stay strange. strange. My voice cracked puberty again oh shit (laughs) this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast our theme song was created by sex and violence 